Team Awesome is back. Thank you, Varian. That's right. Team Awesome is back. Time for more Tangle Talk with Team Awesome. This is Woo! episode 24. We're going to be talking about Curses and the Eye of Pincosta, both of which aired in this past Sunday. Um, and we have some new episode descriptions. We're going to be discussing those. So the spoilers ahoy, you know, <laughs> if you haven't seen any of the episodes, if you don't want to know about future episodes, don't listen to this podcast. Um, and, and just a reminder, we're talking about curses. So you know you know what time it is, DPE fans. You know She's been waiting. It it's time for Ellie to go off. Oh, yeah. Before we get going, I need to make a correction. Last week, I said that the fairy captain was voiced by Clancy Brown because it sounded like Clancy, Black, Clancy Brown. But alas, Chris Sonnenberg actually corrected me. He was actually voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson. And I wanted to be absolutely clear that I was wrong. And that this is the correct information. I should have read the credits instead of just going off at the mouth. Anyway. No, I'm kidding. To be fair, it sounded just like him, so. It really did. Like, when I said that's Clancy Brown, everybody I know was like, no, that you're right. That does sound like Clancy Brown. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm a fool. I Kevin Michael Richardson for sounding like Clancy Brown. I guess so, yeah. Congrats. Yeah. All right, then. Um, so the first new episode that we have the description of is Rapunzeltopia. This is Rapunzel wakes up and finds herself in Corona with short brown hair and seemingly perfect life, as if all the events of the Black Rocks and Varian never happened. This is like, what? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> my, my first question for this is, uh, are they still in the mansion at this point? Ooh. That's a good question. Because maybe that's how this is happening. Because otherwise, I'm like, how in the world is this happening? Yeah. That's actually a really good question. Because, I mean, they said that, you're kidding me, it's like they're trying to get out of the mansion. Yeah. So if, okay, honestly, if they're stuck in the mansion for three days, I'm like, this is a new island. They just, they're stuck here for three and days. Eugene's got more clothes on this time. This sucks. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this actually raises so many questions. First of all, I have to say that, like, I am delighted that we're getting a short-haired Rapunzel episode. Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> yes. thrilled that we're getting a short-haired Rapunzel episode. I what miss her short hair so much, and I honestly did not expect to see it again until the end of season three. So this makes me very happy. We're in flashbacks, because yeah. we have seen it in flashbacks. Yes, so yes, yes, barring flashbacks. Um, but, well, I mean, like, but just the whole actual episode. Oh, it's my like... God. You guys, if they show flashbacks, you know, like... If they show stuff again that happened in uh before ever after, it's gonna be in like the new crisp animation. Oh, oh it's gonna look so right. good. Oh, <laughs> so it's pretty. Oh, oh my gosh. Like God. did you guys see that GIF comparison that yes. has Oh my gosh, have you heard of that hair show posted of Lady Kane from Tangled Before Ever After versus from Peril on the High Seas and how fluid and beautiful the animation is now? It's like blows my mind because it's like it's not like we haven't been watching and just appreciating the animation the whole time but actually seeing that comparison if they redo tangled before ever after scenes in the new animation i'm gonna oh my lose gosh. my freaking mind can 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 we see can we see eugene's face when rapunzel says no please? no no because please. she's gonna say yes this time oh true <laughs> Kelsey had a very good theory. Yeah, that's actually it. a very good point. I love it. Go ahead, Kelsey. Talk about your idea. Oh, oh God. Um, so I thought it. They say that it was without the the Black Rocks are gone and Varian's gone, and the one thing that set all of that up is she said no to his proposal, got overwhelmed, left, 
everything went to hell. So if we're doing something where those things don't happen, that means that she didn't go do that stuff, which could mean that she says yes instead of no. But it just depends on how they're going to do this episode. If this is a retelling of the first episode or if it's just she's back and la la. I don't Mm -hmm. know. We'll see. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it'll have to be a condensed retelling. But, you know, I wonder if uh, in Rapunzeltopia, Rapunzel will retain all her memories from the whole time that they've spent normally. Yeah. Like, is this going to feel like sequence her mm-hmm. that she like knows what did happen but nobody else knows yeah. that's the case are in I mean since it says she's living a perfect life I'm going to assume that Cass and Eugene like get along even though it's like in the past mm-hmm. is but I'm wondering gonna if... be there at all but like we get to see Corona again yeah. and I miss Corona I I'm, wondering if, um, <laughs> I'm wondering if since if she will retain her memories and if it is like a retelling of uh, before ever after if the choices she made she'll change so that you know yeah that's a good point like things good, don't like... go the way they go so maybe she will end up saying yes to Eugene oh, right man. yeah and what if Cass is like hey I could sneak you out she'd be like no no not worth it you know <laughs> She's She's like, like, I'm gonna stay here thanks <laughs> don't worry I could figure out how to like leave on my own i'll talk to my dad we'll work it out it'll be fine or even maybe maybe rapunzel topia since she's living this seemingly perfect life maybe it's in the future and she's already married to eugene oh don't put me through those (laughs) fields man (laughs) you're giving l you're giving kelsey ideas you know it (laughs) You're welcome, Kelsey. Well, I wonder if this, if it's her, her like perfect world, Fred's like, oh yeah, go do whatever you want. You can go That's be on true. the road. Oh, that'd be beautiful. That's true. Please let that happen. It probably won't, but please, for the love of God. I like how it's his seemingly perfect life, so I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, yeah. at what point is suddenly something going to not be satisfactory, you mm-hmm. know? So, I'm super excited for that episode. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, the end of season two, it looks like it's going to be spectacular, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the next new episode, Lost and Found, Vigo the Visionary reveals he is an ancient sorcerer who has taken refuge in the body of a monkey to keep safe the meaning of the scrolls for Rapunzel. Guys, what? Vigor <laughs> is the manatus confirmed. <laughs> honestly, that was literally the first thing I thought. Tag your spoilers, we know, that, we know that Timothy Dalton is voicing Demanitus. That was revealed before the season two even started. They said that they had a voice actor for Demanitus. Mm-hmm. So I've been expecting maybe a flashback or maybe he's eternal or yada, yada, yada. No, he's now a monkey. Like, now they're like, there's a sorcerer in the monkey. And I'm like, it has to be Demanitus. Like, <laughs> seriously, it has to be Demanitus. And I then mean, it's like, who else is an ancient sorcerer that we know of? Yeah, exactly. No <laughs> Oh, wait, unless, unless Vigor is Zontiri. <laughs> I mean, he's keeping it safe, though, so not, but holy crap, I'm in. that's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. I would just about die. Little demon monkey, I love it. <laughs> I never to be the catalyst, you know? It's like, what is even going on with this monkey? <laughs> oh, my God. Like... <laughs> That's it. That's crazy. But like, okay. But I also had the thought, like, right after I had the thought of, 
I bet it's Demanitus. The second thought I have is if he also Demanitus is on the scrolls. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, are they even like, I get the impression that like Demanitus wrote that thing. So of course he'd know what it means. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, the next thought I had was if he knows what the scrolls mean and he keeps staring at Eugene that way, Uh then Eugene's got to have something to do with the scrolls. Mm -hmm. That's like... (laughs) It's basically canon now. Like, (laughs) oh my god! But you know, don't even get me started. I'll start crying. (laughs) The title of Lost and Found. Before I even saw the description, my very first thought was, "This was Eugene's background." Back, right? Mm -hmm. Like all the other episodes, like found, and I was like, "Eugene's backstory." It could be Eugene's backstory. Then I'm like, "No, Lost and Found sounds like Eugene's backstory." Like straight up, that's where we are now. And then we see that it has to do with Vigor, and Vigor always has to do with Eugene. (laughs) So. Ah. Move over, Rapunzel. This is Eugene's tangled adventure now. Boom! <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny that they changed the title this season because I'm like, wait, no, this is when it should be called Tangled the series. It's, you know, because we called it Tangled in the first place because it's not just about Rapunzel, but now we've switched it. I Whatever. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I get what Disney you're saying. Disney doesn't know what they're doing, and that's uh, okay. No. They never have with Tangled. It's kind of just. <laughs> It's a crapshoot. It's been a mess from the beginning. Yep. I mean, really, I'm not surprised nothing has changed. I, you know, <laughs> when we started getting a wonky schedule, I was like, this was to be expected, honestly. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. Like, okay. I mean, with that schedule, though, man. Okay, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. So now on to the episodes that aired on March. Third, that was the third. That was the tenth. That was yesterday. Now one, of the episodes, now one of the episodes that aired on March tenth. So the first one that we got our butts out of bed so early or stayed up ridiculously late when daylight savings time started the next day. So mm-hmm. regardless, we were tired having seen this, <laughs> these two episodes. It doesn't matter how it happened. We were tired. I stayed up um, way later than I needed to be. It was three p.m. or a.m. by the time I watched those stupid episodes. I was like, oh, oh I'm so sorry. I mean, like. <laughs> I, I still I I bowed down to your grace and wonderfulness because I went to bed before you did because I had already <laughs> seen them. I was like, I okay, okay, TV I'm was like, I'm gonna work for you. Tomorrow. I'm not working for Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so got to watch them on your direct TV, and then I went to bed, and then I got up the next morning and watched them on TV. Um, and you know what, honestly. I'm glad I got to watch them on your direct TV because like I was so tired the next morning that they weren't nearly as enjoyable the next morning mm-hmm. that they were the night I first saw them. So yeah. I'm glad for that at least. Um, so curses. In curses, we unexpectedly run into Vigor again. Vigor and Madame Canardis too. I mean, Madame Canardis was like a swindler, but kind of charming in the first one. So Rapunzel loses her telescope over over the the edge of a cliff while they are approaching this rickety, rickety pass that is made out of swaying rocks that, like, my God, who decided to make a bridge out of that? (laughs) Like, seriously. I bet it was Corona's guards. (laughs) (laughs) Who decided that was a good idea? That's what I want to know. So she loses her telescope over the edge of a cliff, and despite... The obvious statement that telescopes are precision instruments, and I'm sorry, Rapunzel, it's gone. 
I mean, you drop a telescope off a cliff. That's not a telescope anymore. It's a tube of shattered glass. That's <laughs> yeah. what it's not. So despite that, so she, Eugene, and Hookfoot go to retrieve it. And they run into Vigor and Madame Canardis. And Madame Canardis, who has also found it, decides that it is now hers. And she's going to sell it for an exorbitant amount of money because she's Madame Canardis. And I don't know why I never caught this. because Possibly because Canardis actually means something. But her name is also Con Artist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, of course. So she's got a double pun for her name. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring something up. Um, I can't remember where it is from but when she or when we're at Madame Canardis like little encampment there's the telescope Medusa's head I think I think it's Medusa that seems right that spiky spiky skull yeah what is that from (laughs) that's I have no idea I feel like it's like the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland or like Scooby Doo or something it looks well, not like, like the, not like the animated, but like the the two thousand something one? live action one. Yeah. See, I never saw that, so I can't confirm that. But I know that Indiana Jones it never had any skulls with that many spikes in it. It has like single no, spikes. It, it with looks more skulls. like a. It looks more like a head. It looks like of a, some kind a headdress or like and I or like a like biker hill seen that or something before. like that. Like I just I foreshadowing. Know. Someone's that getting a if, spike in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I saw it. My brain um, said that's a reference to something I'm not getting. That's right? like okay. So you're yeah, not the only you one. You know, send me a message on Tumblr because it's driving me a little nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't remember, <laughs> and I hate when I can't remember things. Yeah. I Carry on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, Madame Canardis refuses to give Rapunzel her telescope back and insists that it's her own telescope and that, you know, she has to buy it from Madame Canardis. And Rapunzel's basically like, that's not happening. So <laughs> she takes her telescope and then Vigor starts getting these very fang-bearing, chatty teeth that is predominantly controlled by Madame Canardis. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was actually moving his mouth most of the time. Like, he, like, bared his teeth, but she did all the clacking. Um, but she insists that... Vigor has now cursed them. And Hookfoot's like, oh no, a curse. And Rapunzel's like, there's no such thing as curses. And Eugene's like, there's no such thing as curses. <laughs> so they get, so they, they are heading back. And then Rapunzel steps into this armpit deep puddle of mud. And that's like the moment she starts kind of believing in curses because some bad luck happened right after she told she was cursed. So it's a very standard character thinks that they're cursed and it's actually their own negative mindset that is causing yeah. them to be cursed and then they figure out the error of their ways but I the did, thing I about I, that episode go ahead I just wanted to bring up another uh, thing really adorable is when they're at Madame Canardis' uh, encampment you see Eugene just standing there and then he looks down all shocked and then Igor jumps on him <laughs> and like, like, yeah. on him <laughs> and it's so cute I was like yeah he loves his Eugene <laughs> Even Monkey Vigor, who was not a sorcerer trapped in a monkey's body, is he likes Eugene. Yes. <laughs> he likes to ride around on his head. But Oh um, my god, wait. That makes so much sense now that like Vigor is on the poster and he's on Yeah, his- I know. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that. Everything makes he's sense. Like, okay, on the poster. Everything um, makes sense. Okay. So um I also really, really liked when they 
heard the chimes, the instant they heard the chimes, Eugene just goes completely, oh, great face. Like, he recognized the sound instantly, and he was like, no, no. So while this episode was a very standard plot in, in you know, American animation, um, it was really funny. Like, Eugene's dialogue, some of my favorite in the entire it's series so such far. a good Eugene episode. It was he was it awesome. That's a good Eugene episode. And honestly, Eugene, so done, is like my second favorite Eugene. You know? <laughs> it's like, I love it. It is so great. And so you get so done, Eugene, and he's so done with like everyone. And there's just so many small moments that I really, really love. Um, you, of course, have when Rapunzel and Eugene go for a nice little walk so he can like talk her through her troubles. Which, you know, I love that because they don't have the windowsill anymore. And I've actually been thinking lately, well, what, what's going to happen when Rapunzel needs to talk something out? Where are they going to sit? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they're not. They're going to go for a walk. And it's going to be a nice little private walk. And so I really love that. I freaking adored that he went to the girl's side of the caravan in the middle of the night to get a spare blanket. <laughs> I freaking love that in the pitch dark, Cassandra immediately attacked him. And then you have the whole follow-up thing. I was looking for a spare blanket, but now I'm looking for my spleen. Oh, there it is, <laughs> over by my dignity. Just like... And the animation, the expressions in this episode were just so good. Eugene had a lot of really great animated moments. Mm-hmm. Like when they were, you know, rocketing and and they were shooting, going across the pass and, and they found out that the tooth that he gave Rapunzel was actually Shorty's tooth and she's yelling at him and he goes to explain about, you know, I figured I could use whatever tooth and I read the thing about the moose tooth, but he like presses the back of his head into the caravan and kind of rolls it side to side a little bit. And I love that animation. Like Mm -hmm. his expression is great during that. Just the whole rolling his head is great during that. It's just like so primo. It's good. I love it. It makes me very happy. Um, and then, like, after they reach the other side and Cass, like, collapses in her seat and she's, like, just, her chest is heaving. <laughs> and I'm just like, that was a great animation. Let's see. The fact that Rapunzel invented rocket propulsion is, like, pretty awesome. This episode you know? had no physics. Like, physics didn't exist oh, in this episode. episode. <laughs> this episode. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. I mean, honestly, I was thinking through the rocket propulsion thing and I had this little thought where it's, like, she had the cauldron aiming up first because that's the only way to put ingredients in it. But then that also kind of like grounds it onto the top of the rock. And then as she rotates it, that begins the push of momentum. And like, I'm thinking too hard. Like, it's just a cricket. <laughs> so like, yeah, there was no physics in this. Um, so you had a lot of great little, I mean, Eugene was just so funny in this episode. I will never get over Eugene being frustrated with everybody. Like, that is the greatest thing ever. Um, then they had their, you know, I, I love Hookfoot's line when he's like, oh, meet me under the full moon at midnight and, and tell no one. And she's like, why can't I tell anyone? It's more dramatic. <laughs> she's like, okay. But just like, okay, Hookfoot's like being dramatic. That's interesting. And uh, and then that the little grass headdress that she and pascal wore and and then when hookfoot tells her that she's you know selling it too hard and it's just the whole freaking episode was just full of these moments that made me giggle through the entire thing and like i'm gonna go back to who decided to build a bridge on a bunch of 
tottering rocks like that. Like, what the heck? <laughs> what did Lance say about the rocks? Like, he said they were like the most. Like, oh yeah, it? he said they are the the um the sway. He's like the the deadly swaying rocks, and he's like, "Oh, these are the deadliest rocks I have ever seen." But only the second sway. Yes. <laughs> Just like, you've seen sway your rocks in that land, do tell. So I mean. It's just, it's so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And then, of course, we get to our beautiful end scene where, I don't know, Madame Canardis and Vigor got across the chasm no problem somehow. Magic. But, I mean, I really loved when Eugene is falling down that little hill and he's like, oh, this is normal. And I'm like, it actually is pretty normal for him. <laughs> if you go back and you watch the movie, the number of times he has minor little falls like that, you know, his hits his solar plexus on a rock while swinging across a chasm mm -hmm. or you know he's just he is he is full of the, I, I think i've mentioned it before on the podcast but i've heard of once of somebody comparing him to a D, D character who has fantastic stats but keeps rolling a one so <laughs> he fails his rolls all the time so even though he can do this thing the dice hate him so and that's what that ending scene happened to me i know that i had seen something previously that had talked about you know, is he or is he not cursed because he actually has his bad luck all the time? I feel like that's just cartoon humor. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't think that necessarily... I mean, but it could. Like, who knows? It could wrap it up into it, you know, him being cursed, and then it see, wouldn't just be ridiculous see. cartoon humor. Well, see, here's the thing. Yes, they could. And also, there's a sorcerer in the monkey. So, absolutely, <laughs> that could be a thing. It could like, literally be... Like, honestly, having a sorcerer be in Vigor makes me go... Anything goes in this yep. series. Like, I was not expecting, of all the random, crazy-ass things to happen, I was not expecting that. So... We think like, we know, and they push it just one step further. Yep. <laughs> They're like, I swear to God, the half their meetings had to be, now, what won't they expect? They think they know where we're going with this. What won't they expect? Mm -hmm. So, that was curses. And so, yeah, so then Vigor gives... Oh, yeah, here we go. So Vigor gives Eugene another stare. Now, the interesting oh, thing mm -hmm. is that Bye. in the episode, God. he's actually kind of glaring and growling at him. Mm -hmm. But then Kate Ritter posted her storyboards for that scene today, and it's a way different in the storyboards. He um, is shocked. Well, not just that. He jumps up on Eugene, and Eugene wakes up, opens his eyes, and Vigor's on him, and immediately Vigor jumps off of him. And then he just, his eyes go clear, and he is absolutely shocked. Like, it's, it reminds me, actually, of the movie where Rapunzel puts the crown on her head, and Pascal looks at her, and his eyes oh, get wider, mm -hmm. and his mouth gets wider, and his head. And it's sort of like that, where his eyes get wider, and his mouth gets wider, and then he just, his eyes, you know, go cockeyed again. Becky, and you can't say things like that, because that means that he's looking at him, and it's a parallel to when we first see Rapunzel as a royal uh -oh. and we're seeing Eugene as a royal <laughs> you can't just throw that stuff out you can't throw that stuff at me during the podcast oh god <laughs> better. I thought of it right now so it's not like I was holding it out for the podcast Our theories on the fly yeah. <laughs> oh well, god <laughs> you heard it here first folks we just came up with new dpe evidence eugene's the lost princess folks i mean the episode is called lost and found 
to survive until April. <laughs> I've already had to survive, you know, months and months of this nonsense because I've had this theory for oh god, it's we're coming up on a year. How has it been that long? Ugh. Because we went anyway. six months without new episodes. That's yeah. We went crazy. <laughs> but but I just oh my god, you guys. It's so close, and I can feel it. Like, even if I'm, you know, not everything is 100% right, something is up with Eugene. Mm -hmm. He's related to someone important, whether it's, you know, someone in the Dark Kingdom, or Edmund, or freaking Zontiri, as <laughs> as the wonderful Beth, uh, what's, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I came up with. Like, oh, God, so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. This is the season of Eugene. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so I mean, honestly, as I was talking about the storyboard, that came to me. So, like, mm -hmm. that was not a setup, I promise. Okay, honestly, I've had people tell me that, like, it's so good to hear us be this excited again. Because it's mm -hmm. not like we weren't excited before, but we were talking about stuff that we'd known about for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And yeah. We just had our two-year anniversary, guys. And so now we're, like, talking about fresh stuff right after the two-year anniversary. And so now we're really, you know, enthusiastic again. And it's great. And I love it. So, yeah. So so we they, they cross the chasm and all is well and move on to the next episode. Um, because we got two this week. Oh, it's so good. Because we got two oh, this so week. <laughs> they, they really make so up the next for airing it so early in the morning. They're yeah. like... But we'll give you two. I'm like, fine. It's like, ugh, <laughs> but fine. But I'm going to complain about it the though. entire here's, time. Yeah. Here's the thing I have to say about that, though. Like, we know that Tangled is going to get more intense and darker. And are they still going to hold it at this really early time slot? <laughs> when, like, this is with the, the quote-unquote four kids time slot? And I'm like, you know, they ought to be airing, like, reruns of other kid shows at this hour. Mm, and yeah. put Tangled on at a later time. That's what they should be doing. Like, for goodness <laughs> sakes, don't be stupid, you know? I I don't really want a child to wake up, you know, that early, turn on the TV, and then be traumatized. <laughs> like, honestly, imagine if they had showed Queen for a day at 7 in the morning. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like... <laughs> What the heck? So we all kids know. at work would see my Rapunzel water bottle and scream. <laughs> or like, like, ah! like Peter's block. What if they had shown Peter's block at seven in the morning? <laughs> like, what the heck, people? So like, and that's the intensity that we've had so far, and we know it's getting darker. You know, so worse. And by worse, I mean better. <laughs> <laughs> but worse for little kids to watch. <laughs> So the second episode we had, the one that aired at a slightly more reasonable hour of 7.30, um, was The Eye of Pincosta. And this is the long-awaited Stallion Returns episode. Wee, I love her. Um, <laughs> she's see, the worst. I love her. Yeah, she's the worst. <laughs> see, that's the part of my problem is that she is the worst, and I love her. And then they kind of fixed that in this episode. Mm -hmm. And it was very unsatisfying to me. Like, yeah. there are lots of things I like about the episode. I will be genuinely true that there's a lot I liked about the episode. I was cracking up that while arrested, Eugene picked the lock and escaped prison and then just stood behind the group and continued to talk to the people who had arrested him. <laughs> he's like, he's trying to him. be a good boy. <laughs> okay. And Lance was hysterical in this episode. <laughs> God, he like, was. 
first he runs ahead to get to the pie before everybody else because he's just that eager for pie. And then he, has, <laughs> then he has pie constantly. And like, he's even questioned on that. Where do you keep getting that pie? I'll never tell. He said, I'll never tell. <laughs> That's his best line ever. <laughs> so cute. And then when Eugene is in jail and he's like, oh, oh, we're not going to break you out. I'm just kidding. We're going to break you out. It's just like. Eugene's like, please stop. Stop talking. (laughs) So Lance was great in this episode. They're like, oh, it's awfully cold in here. I hate to do this, but cuddle up for warmth. It's like, (laughs) y'all have two horses. Everybody just lean against the horse. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. There's two horses. Like I'd rather die. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, there's two horses and four humans. Each human can take a horse's side, and everybody will be fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I mean, so there's a lot of about this episode I really liked. I liked that Rapunzel had to work with Stallion, but I honestly felt like Stallion's character development happened too fast. It would have been better for me if there had been like if this was an interim episode and then there was a future episode where mm-hmm. she kind of I like yeah. she's still performed she's still a thief obviously but if she finally in two episodes time decided that she liked Rapunzel well enough to work with this but mm-hmm. this one it was just a case of it it happened too fast mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. like I, I didn't like that aspect of it I loved the part where Rapunzel got her butt handed to her in the arena because it's good to see her not be perfect at everything. They beat the yeah. crap out of that girl. Oh my <laughs> god. I feel like, okay, first of all, like, Malice is also voiced by Danny Trejo in case other people didn't catch that. So, Malice and Rex Rotter are related, like, canonically. They are siblings or something. They are both voiced by Danny Trejo. Um... And I think that Rapunzel walked into the arena expecting it to be something like Challenge of the Brave, which is, first of all, why she didn't start using her hair immediately, because she's like, oh, oh, no, this is just a fun competition, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, like, Malice is crazy. So she, like, didn't care. She just obliterated her. It was fantastic. (laughs) I loved it. I was actually really surprised how much, because I feel like, you know, they're so, they're very, uh, at Disney, they're, like, sticklers about you know, how much violence and stuff you can show. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, especially were... relating to the princesses, but... They did, do, they to just... be fair, they did a lot of their violence, like, in shadow. In, mm-hmm. in shadow or silhouette, or, like, it True. was just so blurry that you didn't actually see what was happening. Yeah. So, I mean, there are ways to get around that in animation, but, yeah. like, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's kind of amazing. But <laughs> yeah. there was one thing that I caught that I don't think I've gotten confirmation that anybody else caught this yet. But mm-hmm. when... Rapunzel first walks into the arena and everybody's booing her because it's wrestling and so everybody boos the new person who comes in. Everybody's booing her. Somebody in the background yells, Queen of Refuse! And I'm like, that is the most blatant Princess Bride reference they've had in the entire series. And they've had Princess Bride references before. And that is just so blatant because it was boo, Queen of Refuse, and that's what that little old witch lady is saying to Buttercup and Princess Bride. And so I was, I died laughing. I I did pick up on that, but only because I watched the episode after you had posted about that right okay yeah okay i've never seen so, that movie but so i heard I it so yeah yeah what yeah I know. she hasn't wow <laughs> i told her that when she visits me i'm gonna make like a list of movies we have to watch because she hasn't seen them and she <laughs> hasn't she's seen gotta that. go to disneyland <laughs> we don't have time for both i haven't seen a lot of movies <laughs> yeah. 
we got Monday. You're leaving in the evening on Monday. We can watch movies on Monday. That's true. But I mean, but that's on the list. Anastasia's on the list. Rise of the Guardians <laughs> is on the Man, list. Y'all gonna call me out on this podcast? <laughs> I am. I'm gonna call you out on the podcast, girl. Yeah. Last week we talked about Avatar. I'm like, man, I really need to watch more movies. Watches Beyond the Corona Walls again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god right? my bad that's me with video games though i'm like oh cool i just bought anthem for 60 dollars. what a cool new bioware game time to play dragon age for the 50th <laughs> millionth time <laughs> oh yeah but yeah so i mean we you know end the whole thing with stallion has a change of heart she calls eugene by his name we're getting a lot of people calling Eugene by his name in this season. That part really hurt me. It was so beautiful. I was just well, like... I mean, <laughs> part of my problem is that when you look at how Stallion is portrayed in Beyond the Corona Wall, this turnaround seems like literally out of nowhere. Like, why would she change her mind that easily just spending a day with Rapunzel? Mm-hmm. Like, if you hate someone, you hate Magic. someone. You know? <laughs> because Rapunzel's <laughs> actual superpower is that she can be friends with anybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Monty. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. They're actually getting friendlier with Monty, too. Like, like right. Monty and Rapunzel are becoming closer. They're like, at least they can work together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, they just like having that little antagonistic spark. They're like, Monty is her is her Eugene and Cass person. Like, yeah. it's like, they just, they have to have that arguing because that's how they relate to each other. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, so it just, it just seemed too easy, I guess, is what it comes down to. That the, the change was too fast. It seemed too easy. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. was dissatisfying. I agree. But, I mean, it's fun to have Stallion be a new dream shipper. I like it when characters in the show are new dream shippers. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, like, I'll it's give it back. So Cass is, a new, Cass is a, is a new dream shipper. Lance is a new dream shipper. Stallion's a new dream shipper. I mean, like, <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that, that just about wraps up Eye of Pink Costa. Um. Um, I want to remind people that next week we are getting the mid-season. Yes! <laughs> we finally have less than a week to go before the mid-season. And it's going to be a hour-long episode or like a two-part episode. It's uh, two episodes worth of, of story. So when you look at the schedule, it looks like there's only one episode, but it's a long one. So um, I'm going to keep saying that over and over again because there are still people who are surprised by this. <laughs> like, ah. There and were a like, bunch no, of no, people no, who no. didn't realize we had two episodes this weekend. I was like, we've yeah. only been screaming it for a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Surprise. <laughs> okay. So um, speaking of this whole early, early airtime thing, like I said, this is the next step in the Air More Tangled campaign on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Talk to Disney Channel. Let them know that we really, really appreciate that they're advertising the show again. They're actually showing like promos. Circle back to that. I'm surprised that they only advertise the Iopin Costa. They didn't really advertise curses, mm-hmm. which is weird. I don't get it. And it was really strange. Today I checked DirecTV and I have been cost is not on my direct on, on my on demand. Not DirecTV, but my on demand on hmm. Spectrum. But Weird. I mean it's on Disney now, it's on DirecTV, so who knows? I don't know. Um so yeah, so the next step is contact Disney Channel on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. Let them know that we appreciate that there's all these new episodes. We appreciate that they're actually promoting it again, that they're talking about it on social media again, but that we need them to air it at a later hour because it's just on too freaking early. And I don't know, maybe after the mid-season, since our last mid-season was so intense, maybe after this mid-season, they'll be like, this is not appropriate for children and move it up. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Like, I'm pretty sure that little kids can do big city greens just fine. But, 
we've got like epic adventure right here epic magic adventure yeah. so yeah like, let's try to like i don't know we all know they don't know yeah. who knows so <laughs> let's just hope let's just hope tangled doesn't take a gravity falls weird mageddon turn not that i don't love weird mageddon but but yeah that was weird weird but mageddon i don't think weird. saying corpses in a t- kids tv show is really a smart choice bring it on no, <laughs> <laughs> no i agree i agree but it's for children it's airing on disney channel at seven in the morning little children yeah. should not be hearing the word corpse <laughs> In yeah, relation so to shouting at our podcast, that's what the kids <laughs> It's too early for the word corpse, okay? <laughs> you can listen to the podcast at night, but it's perfectly fine, fine for corpse. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's one of our favorite words here. But yeah, I mean, it's like, we don't know what all is coming, but like, I mean, in, in last week's episode, for there was like 0.3 seconds where we thought Eugene had been stabbed and killed or something, or at least seriously <laughs> injured. And it's like, that was on at seven in the morning? And so it's like, I just, I feel like we're going to be keep, keep thinking this was on at seven in the morning over and over and over mm-hmm. again until it's not on at seven in the morning anymore. Nope, Disney, if you're listening, this does not mean put it earlier. Yeah. We want it <laughs> yeah. later. So kids are asleep. <laughs> they're, they're like, we'll <laughs> put it in. Yeah, yeah, we're already freaking 4.30 in the morning. No one else is awake. We'll just put, you know, get rid of some of our old TV show reruns. No matter. <laughs> Nobody needs to watch more Live and Maddie. That would totally fine. be Disney too. That's their logic. Okay, we'll make it earlier. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> uh, so thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about the mid season. So ready to start talking about this. If you are on this. Tumblr, I, I know that it's harder on other formats, but if you are on Tumblr, please remember to tag your spoilers for a week after the episode airs. I know we keep saying this, but it's very important to be respectful to the people who haven't seen it yet. Not everybody gets to see it the instant it airs. Um, so, yeah, let's just keep going with this awesome fandom, whom I love very, very much, and I'm so excited that we've got new stuff to talk about. The tags have been wonderful on on. Tumblr, like, they're full of all kinds of things now. And it's just, like, fantastic. And I love it every day. Um, So, yeah. Thanks for listening this time, guys. Um, Can't wait to talk again next time when we're talking about the mid-season. And thanks for listening. Bye! Bye! Bye!